This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston. Petey, now you're in an auto shop in the middle of a pandemic? For what? Your car isn't going anywhere. Risking the rona just to get his tires rotated. Stay home. Stay home, kid. Yeah, you ready? Three, two, one. Pete and Sebastian, special Corona edition. We're back again. I got to ask out of the gate, Sebastian Maniscalco, do you got it? I don't have it, but I'm going to take my shirt off right now. One second. I'm boiling. One second. That's all right. Do what you got to do. I'm doing this shirtless. Now. Wait, wait. Don't talk. <laughs> So I'm shirtless. I'm boiling, in, in many different ways. I'm 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 boiling. I uh, I decided today to shave. You know, there's enough of this walking around the house in sweats, shave. You know, uh, unshaven, unkempt. Not like I wasn't taking showers, but there was no effort in getting ready at all for the day. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had a workout uh, today, and then I decided, let me shave, let me shower, and I put on a sweater, some jeans, and some boots just to walk around the house, just to feel whole again. I dig it. Letting, letting the whole family know this virus has an expiration date. Let's not forget. Absolutely. I was. I felt like the virus had me down, and I didn't even have the virus. So... <laughs> Right, I got that, yeah. So I came up here to do the cast, and uh, I started sweating as soon as I sat down because, you know, when you get out of the shower and then you change and then you start an activity, or you still got that shower heat on you. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I took a shower, just boiling. Just It was one of those uh, hot, just hot because, you know, yeah. I, was telling, I was telling you off, off air about this. This pandemic, this quarantine, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, has gotten people, I don't know if it's negative or, or, or what it is, but everybody's got a fucking comment about something. Oh, yeah. Right? Everybody's angry. It's mass hysteria out there in all forms. I'm with you. Mass hysteria. I did the talk, uh, which is a, uh, a TV show with five women, and Sharon Osbourne and uh, a bunch of other women. I did that yesterday, and it aired today, and I got, uh, you know, some of my family members, not to mention names, yeah. but uh, contacting Lana saying, oh, yeah, I saw the talk, but, you know, Sebastian's touching his face too much. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Now, it, is this a performance critique or a corona critique? I, I don't give a fuck what it is. <laughs> Corona of performance. I don't see you on the talk. Right? I, yeah. 
I don't see that this this guy who. Uh, t- kind of, I, what what are you doing during the quarantine? So anyway, that he's bothered crit- me. Critiquing your TV shows. Yeah, he's critiquing my TV show. I'm touching my face too much. I'm sorry about the uh, leaf blower in the background, but I thought. Uh, Man, I'm having flashbacks back to when we used to do this. Remember when I had the gardeners coming in? Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus, what the hell? Is it? There's nothing on the ground. You got, you got, you got landscapers out there during a the pandemic. Listen, the, the they're landscape- blowing the virus all over the fucking neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just when the shit's settling into the ground, they're knocking it back up through windows and screens. Yeah, no, they're blowing the virus off my property. On to the next, guys. Oh, all right. Well, then, then you got a tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, we kept the landscapers. They're outside. They're not touching anything, so it's that's fine. I, I don't, I don't mind the landscapers, but uh, not during the cast. So yeah, everybody's got a critique. Everybody's got a comment about something. And to, to be honest with you, at this yeah. point, three weeks in, twenty-one days in the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to reverse the. Uh, the the epidemic here or the pandemic whatever you want to call it to a more positive just being grateful that uh our family is healthy and we're happy and we have uh we have it a lot better than most people out there and just to stay focused on that and kind of tune out the rest of the world. I'm done watching the news. I'm done with Twitter. I'm done with social media. With looking at it, thousand dead, two thousand dead body bags. This that I yep. can't listen. I I don't want to fucking listen to it anymore, man. That's what I did. That's what I did two days ago. I well yesterday actually. Um, I did the same thing, bro. I said to Jackie, I'm done. I'm not checking this shit out for two more days. I took all the stuff I set out on last cast out about the Cuomo brothers early on because we don't normally get political. I got to see how it plays out with Chris. He's a good human specimen for me and you, bro. In his 40s, Italian through and through. However he handles this is how our body would handle it. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I think, you know? So that's what I'm watching right there. But other than that, and, and I'm sorry, but him and his brother are freaking everybody out. Uh, and, and that's right there with you overall, though, the news. You just got to do a hard shutdown on it. Now, I want to stay focused for a second on this talk thing. Did, did you know, is there any validity in this, though? Were you, did you feel you were touching your face a lot? Uh, I don't even remember. It could have been subconscious. I don't know. I'm at my house doing, a, doing an interview on Zoom with five women in their living rooms. What the hell do you want me to do? First of all, you're in your own home, so you should be able to touch your face anyway, so that don't matter. But for all we know, with this particular relative of yours, maybe you'll have an eggnog over Christmas and they'll go, I'm sorry, I was going out of my mind too. I was critiquing the way the birds were landing on the branch out the fucking window. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like we're all just got nothing to do. You You ever get someone that says something to you, but then you start thinking in your head, what what comeback you would say to them and nine times out of ten my comeback is so crippling (laughs) yeah that 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 i go to myself there's no way i could say that the guy would jump off a bridge oh your comebacks come with a card with a therapist phone number on it And yeah. people wonder why I don't say. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't talk. If I did, you would be in therapy for 17 years. Oh, I believe that, man. I believe that. I don't I don't like when you make fun of me too much, even off air. It's got a it's got a violent 
It's violence in your words somehow. <laughs> Even though there's nothing violent about the words. <laughs> Do you have a hobby? Oh, God. So that's that. Yesterday, I tell you what, Lana and I peeled off the onion, and right. we got outside, and I bought this new pressure washer. Do you have a pressure washer, by the way? Yes, I do. Is it electric or gas? Uh, oh, electric. Okay. So I had an electric one when I was at the uh, old house, and I just found it to be a little cumbersome. The wired would always get tangled. A lot of the 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 nozzle. It was a cheaper cheap. You know, I don't know what it was like a hundred fifty dollar pressure washer. It wasn't anything fancy. Right. But now. I'm like, you know what? Let me go out and get an. In- See, I-, I have no gray area, bro. It's either cheap 150, or what I got downstairs right now in the driveway yeah. is commercial grade pressure washer. This thing could strip paint right off your house. Right? Oh, I did. You got one that could probably sever your finger. Oh yeah, it, it comes with a warning in the box. Make sure your limbs are away from the water at all times. Not finger. It thing will take off a limb, bro. Oh, how can how embarrassing would it be to have to say you lost your arm from a stream of water? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it was a chainsaw. Just you know, just tell my wife. Don't correct me. I'm going with chainsaw. <laughs> Fucking can't tell them. Yeah, I was cleaning the back deck and I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking gun took off my elbow from the elbow down. <laughs> oh, God. So I got this thing out yesterday. Now, here's another question for you. When you get a new piece of machinery, do you look at the owner's manual to see how it works, or do you just figure it out? That's a great question. I I give it the old college try. To not use the manual. And then, I, you know, if I'm getting through it, fantastic. If not, you have that moment where you're like, what the fuck? Where are the directions? <laughs> and you got to stick your arm back into the box and pull those shits out. And you ever have it too when it's so thick? At first you have a panic attack until you realize <laughs> it's actually in Indonesian, French, Chinese, German, <laughs> Russian. You know, so it's like, oh, okay. They just put it in every language. It's still only 10 pages in American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you do have that panic attack when you open up that booklet and you start seeing Chinese, right? So, so, uh... Dude, this has got to be a huge... You got the industrial ad thing, uh, washer. It needs gas. Doesn't it need oil? And you got directions. This is, this is out of your league, bro. What are we talking about here? That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm taking on new challenges, Okay. Now, I wanted to get this thing out. The the reason was twofold. I wanted to pressure wash the driveway, and I also wanted to wash my car. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So I get this thing. It's like a locomotive. I put this this thing in the middle of the driveway, and uh, I just go with, like, there's a switch that says off on, and then there's another switch that says on there's two on switches so uh and this thing is uh it's a pull operated machine so it's like you got to pull like the string out of the engine, oh you know? wow like a lawnmower bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh 
Holy shit. So, this is what they use. This is how they clean Disney World every night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got you got the deluxe. Yeah, this thing is belt operated. This thing's got a belt oh underneath the. It's got one of these things that the belt is encased in metal. So let's say if this thing, the metal, like on. Uh, came undone. This belt could literally sever your your torso in half. Shit. So if this thing don't work, you got to take it to a Valvoline or something. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> they gotta they gotta put this thing up on a rack to fix it, right? <laughs> and people are hoarding gas, hoping they can get to loved ones during the pandemic. <laughs> now people in your neighborhood are putting their ear up to the window, going, "See, see, fucking cleaning the driveway with a water gun." That's no better than that is no better than the people getting seafood, uh hoarding the seafood in the Hamptons. Oh God. God. So I gotta tell Alana to send you the video because she videoed me trying to start this thing. Yeah. So I give it the old You ever you ever start a lawnmower? And as you're pulling the string, you're telling yourself it's not going to start. Like just the way, just the way the string is. You know, you ever get that? Like it, you could feel like, oh, this ain't moving the way it's supposed to. Yeah, you're not even halfway done with your tug, and you're like, there ain't going to be no en- engine humming at the end. Of- yeah, <laughs> you could even tell by your tug if, you, if whether or not you're going to end up getting it started that fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I did four tugs, and I got I got nothing. You know, like not even a pitter of like uh, oh. the, the engine even igniting. You didn't get that little like just a little bit more every time. Like nothing. Nothing. I'm giving it. You ever hop? Do that little hop with the tug where you got your foot up on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't get this thing going. I'm like, God. So, um, Juan and I were going to go on a walk, but be, prior to the walk, I wanted to see if I could get this thing going. So I did yeah. four or five tugs on this thing, and I and I go, let's, let's go for a walk. And I left the locomotive in the middle of the driveway while we went on the walk. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come back. Yeah. And then... You know, sometimes you just got to walk away from something in order for you to come back into the activity with a fresh, clean mind. Yes, especially when you're Italian because we just get all hopped up. You're probably just (laughs) jerk. The last two jerks on that thing, you probably knew you had no chance. They were angry tugs, right? A lot of aggression in the tug. Right, right. You need to regroup. You come back. You're feeling good. You eyeball the machine, right? Yeah, so I, I eyeball the machine and I start looking at it a little closer and just on oh, okay, let's see this. Huh? So there's a little, like a little valve there that you're supposed to open it up a little bit. And I'm like, let me open this valve up a little bit. And sure enough, I give a tug and boom, we got it. But, oh. but the way it's going. I'm getting that blue. You ever get the blue smoke? Oh, bro, you you got no oil. Well, <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that's I'm the get- worst when you got that, right? That's like a yeah. really yellow piss. Very concerning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? And when I go to blast the water, I'm getting just like, it looks like a, a stream of piss. There's no pressure to it at all. There's nothing. So I look at that valve and I go, oh, okay. So I crank it all the way and boom, we're up and running. And this is the video I'm going to show you of the sound of the th- this thing makes. One second. Let me send it off here to you. I'll also be posting this on uh, yeah. our Facebook page. So I by just sent way, it off. You bought, you bought this brand new, by the way? Brand new. Brand new. I just sent it to you. Oh yeah, this is me. This is me confused on how to operate. Yeah, it's just a small video. I just wanted to give you a sense of what type of machinery I'm dealing with. Oh man, I like the color. Okay, bro, so, I'm, so- I'm sorry. I haven't been to your house yet. I'm just looking at your driveway. Just from your driveway alone, and this machine, you look like you're the maintenance guy at a fucking four-star hotel. <laughs> And the guests haven't arrived yet. Holy shit. Wow, this is nice. When did you buy this? Du- what is that? The what? The Walt? Yeah, that's the Walt. I, yeah, I bought it about a month ago on nice. Amazon. So nice. this thing's been sitting in my They had to bring this thing in, in on a pallet. That's that's how big this the box was on this, this thing. This is beautiful. This is a piece of art, this piece of machinery, man. Yeah, Honda Honda engine. Honda makes great engines, and the 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 thing is well built. And when I finally got this thing on, I got to tell you, everybody in a quarantine right now, I know, I know, a pressure washer is the least of your concerns, especially for the people that are going through the illness, the people that are going through unemployment. I get it. I'm not insensitive to that. You bought it pre-virus, guy. I bought it pre-virus, but what I'm suggesting. When we come out of this thing, when we get back to work, when you're unquarantined and you're living your life, I got to tell you, and this is for all the men out there, go buy yourself a heavy-duty pressure washer because I got to tell you something. It was better than punching a punching bag for 30 minutes. There's something about you lifting dirt off cement that's liberating. it's, it's it really really is when a man can see the job being done. I pulled out my pressure washer a couple of days ago. I haven't used it yet, but I look forward to it. Right? Like, I bet you can't believe how clean that drive. You got that driveway back as clean as it was when Gwen Stefani was playing hopscotch on it when it was this, brand new. Are oh, we not supposed to say that, bro? No, that, that's uh, fine. Uh, but I got to tell you one further. It looks better than when it was installed. I. The way I do it is just, I should, they sh- Disney should hire me to show their pressure washers how to pressure wash. And So really, and you did the whole driveway? I didn't do the whole driveway. I didn't have time to get up to the, to the, the front of the drive. But what I did is did half of the driveway, and then I wanted to do the car. Now, I was scared of the pressure ripping the paint off the car. I was also scared yeah. of the pressure ripping the tires apart. That's that's how strong the, this thing I, is. That, yeah, I, hey, listen, man. It could cut right through the steel of the hood, that thing. <laughs> 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 I 
Now, I'm curious to see how this plays out, because obviously I got a, a shitty one, an electric one, but Jackie won't even let me use it on the car because she's so concerned with that. Well, I found out through watching a video online that there is a way you could manipulate the uh, the pound uh, per square inch on uh, on the pressure. So I dialed it all the way down, and then you could do the car. But I got to tell you another thing uh, to people listening to this cast. If you want to lose yourself during the quarantine, go outside and wash your car. I got to tell you, I used to wash my car every week. I used to go to the those stalls where they have the pressure wash. You know, you, you, yeah. you go. used to do it myself. I used to dry it myself. I used to take out all the, uh, the carpeting inside. I used to do the carpets underneath the seats. I used to have this, like like lint, uh, almost like a rubber uh, mechanism that you would just pad down the dash and hard to get points to get the dust out. I used to detail my own car. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, as time progressed and traveling and whatnot, I get the cars washed, but I got to tell you, man, I, there's nothing like getting to know your vehicle through a car wash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What about when you're washing? Well, you keep your cars cleaner, but sometimes I'm, I'm cleaning my car and I'm like, I, did I have a cup of coffee underneath the fucking seat? How did coffee even get there? <laughs> like, yeah. do you have any of that or your cars are already pretty clean, right? No, but it's, it's mainly my wife because my wife is a, a lot dirtier than I am in the car. And I, I find myself vacuuming going, what the fuck did she eat? Like... I'm, I, I'm, I'm vacuuming, vacuuming. I go, is that burger meat? What the fuck? I'm telling you, overall, women do not respect the interior of a vehicle the way a man does. I know, bro. It's... It's, it's amazing. In between, like, the seat and the uh, center console. It's pronounced console. And stop touching your face. That's where a lot of that stuff gets kind of dropped. So, I, you know, I'm 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 sucking up like a uh, 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 cert gum wrappers, a lot of hair ties. You ever get that a lot of hair ties yeah. in the car? Well, it's, well, not necessarily hair ties, but I got lip balm and Jackie's. Like Jackie keeps her car spotless. I'll give her that. She's real tight with it. That matters to her. But it's the tchotchkes, you know, like. Uh, like I said, lip balm, uh, gum. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, what, what are we doing? You go into the store, you need you need supplies for the ride? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of um, just makeup in the car. I, I just like, just, I don't know, like I put it in a nice little bag and then I put it on the side of the door in that little catch-all there because she likes to, to put it in the center console, and I, I just like everything clean. I like the car to look like I just drove it off the lot. Okay. Now, do you think that the stuff you put in that little bag is going to stay in that bag or that you think it's going to be back out on the console in no time? Oh, believe me, I think it's going to be definitely out on, on the console uh, the next time she drives it. Right, right, and not only that, it's she's going to be annoyed that you did what you did with it. Of course, like, what? Well, where's my makeup? And and I'll say it's organized all in one place in a baggie. 
why did you do that? And I'm going like, well, because well, that's the way it should be done, right? Oh man, I, I this is and this is a an, a glaring example of all across the world. Women can't wait for the men, and men can't wait for the women to get back to work, bro. You're messing with the interior of your wife's car. You have no right doing that, bro. You know you're making it not the way she wants it as you're doing it. Amen, brother. True, man, true, you got to get true. back out on the road. All you, uh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got a chance to use your uh, power washer though before. Uh, your tour dates kick back up because once they do, you're never going to remember that thing is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to have a lot of rust on it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, I'm sure the guy blowing your leaves right now on the views of the two for the driveway, but all this great stuff you're doing, it's so funny to hear, but it's all getting abandoned the minute you can get back out on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right, but during the quarantine, I'll be washing my own cars, and I cannot wait to get back out there. And pressure wash the swing set. That's that's the next one. Oh wow! Doing the swing set now. What what is that? Is that wood? You got to be careful if you're doing that. It's wood. I'm going to put it on the lowest setting, and I'm not going to give it as much uh, water coming out of the hose. But Lana was on the swing set yesterday with Serafina. She's like, "There's spider webs. There's this. There's that." I go, All right. Let me go take care of that. So. The webs are coming down today. Well, you sound like a pretty handy guy. See, it's interesting. We just reached another level with Sadie where her swing set, she's, it's, she's too big for it now. So now we're trying to figure out what to put back there for her. I'm like, do you want just one long beam? Do you want a swing? She's like, Dad, what do I want a beam for? I'm gonna, you know. So I, I go, I don't know what you want back here. What's the next phase after we outgrow the swing set? Well, is the the carriage on the swing just too small for her now? Uh, no, it's overall, she, yeah, everything. It's just kind of all, she needs a giant playground now, like the big one the kids use. We go to the playgrounds all the time, but at home, you know, it's, I, I'm not, the, now that she needs the next size up, I ain't going any bigger than what I got. I got a big one back there. What am I doing, making a tower and shit? Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> So how, how's Caruso doing? Caruso's good. He's uh, woke up with a cough this this morning, which scared the shit out of me. Sure. And th- this this wasn't a normal cough. This was a cough that I thought, all right, that's got to be something serious. It was like a like a like a real dry cough, and I've heard that the corona is a very dry cough. So of course I run in there. You know, I, I run in there. I gotta tell you, I, I go into the to, the to the bedroom like an EMT, right? Like, <laughs> <coughs> like, like the like the, it's like a burning building. I go in there, I get him out of the bed. He's coughing. I give him to Lana because she breastfeeds him. I said, get him on the boob. Let's see if we can wash whatever the hell's in his throat down. And sure enough, he took the boob, and the kid was fine. Now, I don't know what was in there, if he swallowed something, or he had a hairball in there, or what, but I got to tell you, when your kid starts coughing like that, and there's a full-blown pandemic, I lost half a head of hair. Oh, man. (laughs) So, now listen, (laughs) when you say you're an EMT, what you mean by that to the listeners, too, which I think I I respect your move here, is 
All emotion has to get set aside. It's time to man up and go in there with a sense of urgency. You can't be freaking out, right? Kids coughing. We got it. We got a deal. Yeah, but I do go in there with a lot of emotion as well. Yeah, All right, I, 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 I'm bringing in a lot of uh, angst. Yeah. That's not EMTs. EMTs come in level-headed, calm. You're coming in. I hear you. It's, it's- I'm coming in with a full sprint, and uh, we're getting a baby. Like he was on his stomach, and there was no like, "Hey, good morning." It was like the crib was on fire. I ripped him out of the crib and ran back to the, my bedroom and told my wife, "Give him the tits." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, that's better than a ventilator. (laughs) (laughs) This is the time we're living in. Just yesterday, I went on a bike ride with Sadie, and I gave her a piece of bubble gum, and that's important for the story. And we're coming up a hill, and she had just sneezed a few times. And now we're coming up a hill, and we kind of get to the top of it, and she's out of breath. And I go, you all right, Sadie? You seem like you're out of breath. You're not normally are out of breath. Yeah, no, just I'm having trouble catching, catching my breath, though, Dad. And I go, yeah, no, I, I, so I was saying that, and then you were sneezing, so I just want to make sure you're okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And then she starts to get quiet, and I, I, I realize, oh my god, my kid thinks she's got corona right now. So I go, yeah, that was some hill. Actually, would you mind if we stopped? I'm so out of breath. I need to take a break. And she goes, okay, sure, if you do too, yeah. So we stop, and I, and I start pretending. I'm like, oh man, I couldn't. Catch my breath. And she's like, I know, right, Dad? And now she's, I see you getting happier. About an hour, hour later, we get home. It's time for dinner. We're eating dinner. And halfway through dinner, I go say, that's, I call it FSAD. I go say, you, uh, you thought you were getting a corona because you were out of breath. And you started freaking out on the hill, right? And she's like, yeah. And I go, and then when I said I had it, you can't, she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. You believe this shit, Jack? <laughs> I, go, you, I go, you were out of breath because you were chewing gum and biking at the same time. You had the bubble gum in your mouth. That's why you are out of breath. But I knew you were freaking out. So, yeah, these kids, man, this is... Dude, we never dealt with... Well, not that Serafina knows what's going on, but she... You know, you think your kids seem to know that, man, one little cough and dad's, you know, jumping all over, <laughs> grabbing us left and right. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they, they know at all what's, what's happening. Uh, Serafina's getting older and she's kind of starting to understand some of the nuances, but I, I don't think that uh, Serafina's looking at me going, why is dad sweating with Caruso in his hands. Like, what? I don't think she's putting the two and two together. <laughs> she was probably more alarmed that why is dad blow washing the driveway? <laughs> <laughs> Christina Aguiera. Do your thing, honey. Welcome to Embarrassing Grammar, the online course that teaches you how not to pronounce words. Here are comedians Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. That movie I told you to watch, Contagion. Contagion. He goes, there's no spray for turnips. Termites. I'm dangling them like, you know, they're, they're, they were dipped in a porta potter. <laughs> Pete is trying to say Porto Potty. He loves to mispronounce it. A timeless classic. They're like by Russia. You ever heard of a country called Belarus or something like that? No. Belarus, I believe it's what's called. 
I believe it's what's called Belarus. Takes whatever the hell was looking at me in its talons and flies away. I usually give Sebastian a free pass because of his Italian stallion accent. Talon. It's pronounced Talon. You Italian Stallon. Absolutely. Somebody touches you, the jig, the gig, whatever they call it, jig, gig, it's up. The jig is up. You are bad at words. I'm like a wildlife guy, guy. That's what that yeah. is right there. I get a pussy out, put Purecell on. Pussies use Purecell. Real men prefer Purell. Think people tend to uh, have loose bowels when they're under am uh, I almost said amnesia. Anesthesia? You said it. And you are giving me loose bowels. I need a porta potta This is how you're taught to speak. Now listen to these two guys if you want to fucking survive. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Works well on paper, but listen, fucking guy. I don't think you're hearing me. Works a whole lot better when you're out there in the real world. That's it for today, class. Until next time. Keep surviving. Later. The Pete and Sebastian Show. I felt our last cast. I'm glad to hear you hopped up. I'm glad to hear you dressed nice because I was feeling our last cast. I was starting to lose you. I felt like you were starting to really go get bummed out. Yeah. And and uh and just in case you were still down and out, I, I, I put together a little something to get us through, but not necessary because you're all hopped up. But I uh it's just inspired by you and inspired by a listener. I only have five of them, but when you said that one the other day about if a guy your neighbor fell off the ladder, uh no. yeah, that, that's just such a great scenario that need to be discussed. And a listener, he knows who he is. I don't have the name in front of me. I'm sorry. He said, I think it might be time for uh, Coronarios. Oh, yeah, bro. Love it. Love it. So I took the past two days and I slapped together five scenarios during the corona that a man might find himself in. And I want to I run them by you and, and, and get your opinion on how you deal with what oh, you do. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do DJ it. Hank, can we get a little coronarios? Thank you. Uh, by the way, the listeners have uh, been asking, you know, do we wonder about DJ Lou? And, you know, uh, listen, DJ Lou is in our hearts and in our minds and more than you know. Yeah. I'm right here. You know I'm here, right? First, cro- coronarium. You find out you got the virus. Early stages, you just get tested, and the, and you're told it is literally just kicking in. Now, they're going to put you in a, in a room, isolated, but you, you have a choice. You can have one of these two people sitting in a chair in your room the entire time you're fighting off the corona. Who do you want? One is Dr. Fauci. That, <laughs> right? <laughs> or the second one is the Pope. Is that all I got? Two choices? Yeah. I, I go with Fauci. You would rather have Fauci at the foot of your bed than the Pope? Fauci. Pope, Fau- Pope, don't, Pope don't know anything about 
science and the medical field. I would love to have Fauci on speed dial post quarantine. That's that's how much I would trust this guy. I I want to call Fauci on a random Tuesday in October and go, what are you hearing on another virus? I know we'll be successful in putting this down now, but we really need to be prepared for another cycle. And what we're doing, I believe, will prepare us well. Thank you. This guy's got the inside track, right? I don't, I, you know, everyone's saying he does, but does he? One day it's uh, six feet, next day it's 27 feet. The, today's news is close the toilet lid. It's in <laughs> shit now. It's in shit. What the, so, wait, so, the vi- I didn't yeah, even hear that no, one. It's, it's in, in shit? The, it's in the air particles when you shit in the gases. They go, but that's an easy. They go, just make sure you close the lid before you flush. Oh, okay. So uh, if I haven't between now and then, I, I, I got that. You got it. You got it. If you... <laughs> So Fauci knows about as much about Corona as the Pope. At least the Pope can introduce me to Jesus if I don't make it through the fucking virus. Good point. Good point. I didn't even think of that. Like, like. By the way, if you die in the arms of the Pope, is that is that like being like VIP through the back door to heaven? If you, I don't know if the. Hope cradles you on your last breath. Oh. Are you just automatically? I mean, does it even take three days to rise, or do you just <laughs> literally just go to heaven right from his arms? I think you actually see it if you're sitting there. You see you lift up into heaven. It's like a light breeze. I, I would. I would take 10 years off my life if the Pope, I could be cradled in his arms with him patting my forehead with a holy, a, a washcloth from the Vatican. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. So you go Fauci. I respect that. By the way, I mean, the Italians between the Cuomos and Fauci, I mean, they got this thing italian up. The virus what? got no chance with all the Italians coming at it. Listen, it, it oh, come on. Get the, what's this? Let me answer this. This could be, a, let's I'll do an on-air answer. All right. Somebody else have a problem with your hands on the talk? Hello? Wrong number. I don't know, just... You still getting wrong numbers? What, even during the pandemic, you think those should stop? Uh, (laughs) Did you see that that tweet from Whitney Cummings? No, what'd she say? You didn't see that? I can't believe it didn't make its way back to you. I retweeted everything. She said... Did you FaceTime her, bro? I did. She sent out a tweet just because there's a... Let me see if I can look it up here. Oh, it's so funny. A listener sent it to me, and then I responded. But she said basically something like, just because there's a uh, pandemic doesn't mean you can just FaceTime people randomly. Let me find the exact wording, and I'll, I'll send it to you. Did she lift that from me? No, I think she said that because you FaceTimed her, and it probably bothered her. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I know it was funny. Don't get me wrong. Here it is, all in caps. Just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean you can just FaceTime people without a heads up. <laughs> oh, man. She wants to start a war. I'll start a war, bro. She said she was cracking a joke, man. Come on, I'll it was say, funny. This is the you don't you don't you don't joke like that during a pandemic. Uh, 
Well, I mean, come on. It's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. See, that's uh, it's catching fire, bro. I've been FaceTiming people left and right. I mean, apparently people are uh, are coming in on Zooms. They're hacking into the Zoom session. So this guy apparently had 40 of his closest friends and family on Zoom while he got his doctorate or something. He was getting his doctorate. And uh, I don't know if it was getting it via email or what the hell it was, but he had his, his family up on the Zoom, 40 people. And all of a sudden, someone comes in and starts drawing like a big dick across the Zoom. <laughs> someone hacked into the session, and apparently this Zoom has like uh, holes that the FBI is warning that it could easily be penetrated. So even like it's like why does everything good have always a problem? You know what I'm saying? Like we got the pandemic, right? So right. we got Zoom and people are now zooming and I want to get to your Zoom uh your Zoom text if we could <laughs> shortly after this. But like, you know, people are really enjoying the Zoom and they're hopping on Zoom, but now you always got some guy that's got to fuck it up and throw porn up there or a dick or start you know, saying racist comments. Does anything just... No. I know. <laughs> I know, man. It's just people that, you know, people are miserable, so they want other people to be miserable. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, really? I mean, I, I make fun of people, and I'm a happy guy. No, I mean, it's fine to make fun. I'm just saying, why do you got to come in and, like, uh, draw a big dick on somebody's screen that they're trying to... <laughs> Get a diploma. <laughs> That's some funny shit, man. I don't know, man. What are you doing getting a diploma with 40 friends and family on Zoom anyway? It's like people are accepting this shit. I know, right? It's like, and listen, there's another Zoom session going on downstairs right now. They're playing charades. Oh, wow. God <laughs> bless them, man. They're playing charades on Zoom. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so I guess my wife's family has spawned and it's hit you. It's like the virus, bro. <laughs> yeah. My sister listens to the cast and uh, I got a, I got a text about 10 minutes before we start this going. Um, mom, I showed mom how to get Zoom and we're all going to have a happy hour with mom and dad at 5 p.m. And I know, I know. I texted Sebastian. I go, this is because she heard the cast and heard that you guys did it. And she's like, that's a great idea. Let's do that. So now we're all doing this. Let me, let me hit you with a couple more cor Corona areas. Ready? Your neighbor borrows something big. In your case, perfect example. We'll say he borrows your power washer. All right. Mm -hmm. Then he gets the Corona. Okay. Now. <laughs> Do you go and get your power washer back during the virus? Do you wait till after? And if the virus takes them down, do you just never go get your power washer back? Uh, the second I find out he's got corona, I'm on Amazon ordering a new washer. <laughs> He just got himself he just got himself the virus and a free washer. That's a great point. Anything you borrow from somebody, if you get the virus while you borrow it, it is yours. Congratulations. <laughs> oh well that, that, here's here's one for you. Yeah. You lend somebody a grand, right? Mm-hmm. And uh let's say you really need the money. And the person that owes you the money calls you 
So I got $1,000 cash that I owe you. Could I bring it by? Do you take the money from a Corona guy? That's an interesting question. I mean, you want your money back, but at what cost? Uh, And here's a question for you. Lysol, when you spray it, say, on a handle, do you let it sit there or do you wipe it off? I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to these things. I can't believe in your world. I mean, you know Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't got Fauci's phone number, guy? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, call Judy. You should have that shit. (laughs) Do you think think DiCaprio can call Fauci? I think DiCaprio can get on the phone with anybody in the world. Uh, Within an hour? Within that day, if DiCaprio gets up at 9 a.m. and tries to get a hold of anyone in the world, by 5 p.m. his time, is he on the phone with that person? I would expect he would be, yes. Wow. I I, I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't even spell Fauci. (laughs) Trying three times. Two C's and one I and two I's and one C. I don't know what the fuck. All right, here we go. You go to check into a new hotel with Lana, one that you've never been in before. All right, it's beautiful. You check in, you go, gosh, I've never really heard of you guys. This place is gorgeous. I love it. The front desk clerk says to you, yeah, uh, after we used it for a hospital during the coronavirus, they just decided to renovate the whole thing before we reopened. <laughs> are, you, are you turning around walking the fuck out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I turn to the bellman. I go leave the bags in the car. I'm coming right out. <laughs> I, I know some people in the hotel industry in New York City, and they would tell me that their hotel is going to get turned into one of those. And I'm like, ooh, that's a tough bounce back. Oh, God. Do you have to disclose that information when somebody books? Like somebody calls up, say, to Hyatt, and they say, listen, I'd like to book a room there for three nights in New York City. Do they have to go, just so you know, during the pandemic, this hotel was a hospital. Uh, Would you like a standard or a suite? (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the deal. They they were telling me, too, that the the city and stuff in New York City, they promote that you did that to make you look good for, for public relations, you know? So the idea, as it was told to me, was then they'll go, people will go, man, that, that like, Ramada, they, they turned it into a hospital during the corona. Those are good people. I'm staying with them. And I said to my friend, but for every one person that stays at the Ramada for that, I think there's seven <laughs> other people that go, oh, fuck that, it was a corona hospital. <laughs> I, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, in Chicago, they're turning McCormick Place into a hospital, right? You think I'm going to go to another auto show at the McCormick Place? <laughs> People wouldn't go into an Apple store if it was a Corona hospital before. <laughs> oh, you are God. burn the building down. <laughs> I don't care how much you wash it, right? I mean, you got to think that this virus is so smart. I, I, I mean, it seems like the virus has a brain. Like, it's actually going, oh, yeah, you think you're going to wipe me off handles? I'm going to live in your shit now. Yeah. You know? 
It does have a brain. It was smart enough to get the fuck out of Wuhan and go to New York City. (laughs) (laughs) The virus said, we were born in this shithole. Don't mean we got to stay here. Look at that hot blonde. Look at that hot blonde over there. I bet she's heading for Manhattan. Let's hop on her lips. Oh, you don't get this entertainment anywhere else. I agree. Well, man, from power washes to walking you through how to avoid the virus. Uh, well, well, this leads into the next one, bro, because you were already talking on it. You give a friend a ride home, right? Which is still not unheard of, you know? Uh, people are still hooking up, helping people out. You give somebody a ride home. The next day, uh, you get a phone call that finally turned out they, they have corona. The next day, they have corona, and now they're in a hospital. Do you sell the vehicle, and when you do sell the vehicle, do you tell the next owner that it was had corona? Uh the car goes up immediately for sale, and I do not disclose that anybody in the vehicle had corona. No. I mean, it's a little weird that when I'm showing you the inside of the car, I have rubber gloves on, but <laughs> nevertheless, she's only got a few thousand miles on it. She's all yours. I'll even do a payment plan. <laughs> uh, last last corona question. Well, I got... I got two more. One might be an edit, and then the other one <laughs> hits a little little hard to home, but we'll play. Here's the one that might be an edit, but we'll go for it. We'll let uh, DJ Hank decide, and uh, or you wouldn't text later. But uh, you're at an airport or a Disney World or a ball field, a- a- any outdoor place you find yourself on your own, a park. And uh, this, is, this is after the virus lifts, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I know you don't use them often, but I do. There's, you're thirsty, and there's two water fountains. Um, <laughs> I mean, do I got to finish the question? Do I have to finish the question? You don't have to finish it because it's an edit. Uh, it's all come on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. It's just the reality. And it shouldn't be that way, folks. Let's not let it be that way, okay? All right. Yeah. And here's the last one. You die from the corona, all right? And uh, unfortunately, you know, there's a backlog now with some of these um, morgues. And here's the situation. The morgue comes to your family and they say, listen, we're backed up. We can do one of two things. We can keep him on ice until July. (laughs) And then we can have a bells and whistles like you've never seen. Beautiful funeral. All the bells and whistles. Or we can drop him in a pine box and do a quick five-minute thing with friends and family and and, uh, over, over Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) would you want lana to do the ice down thing in july (laughs) i say listen in the will i would say listen i'd have to be put in a walk-in freezer right yeah and uh and then uh whatever whatever the hell they're gonna have to do to preserve me whether it be formaldehyde what have you so we could have a beautiful july funeral op- open casket <laughs> the guy dies in early april and still looks fantastic for his wake in july <laughs> 
the question is, when the priest is doing the, the eulogy, is he does he go, we lost a dear friend 72 days ago? Uh, or, or, or does he say recently? <laughs> Do we pretend you died in July? No, no. But you got to go. You got to announce that at the funeral. You just, uh, I just have to tell you that uh, this gentleman passed away on March 26th. And uh, we are here to honor and celebrate his life in July. Uh, here's a, here's another. Uh, what are we calling these qu- quinarios or Corona uh, corona, qu- qu- corona nario? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're at my funeral, right? Yeah. This the, the priest gets up, says some nice words, and then he goes, "All right, everybody. Um, if you'd like to pay your respects, go right ahead." Do you go up to the casket and and say anything, or do you just sit in your seat, fearful if you did go up, you'd catch Corona? Yeah, I, 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 if you died of Corona and you had an open casket, no, I do not. Not only do I not go up to the casket, I don't even think I go, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think if I know somebody who did go, I'll be like, can you FaceTime me to casket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Yeah. That's got to be the play on that one, man, for sure. So, listen, wait, can we see the driveway when it's done? A little before and after. Leave one spot dirty just so we can see how good it came out. Yeah, no, I'm going to take a video of the driveway before and after just to show you the power. Maybe I'll do it with the with the playground just to show you what I'm dealing with in regards to uh, uh, the, the pressure wash. I do want to plug something, though, here. Yeah, um, anything. Dude, you got to tell us if you're going to do any more of these TV shows. I don't even know. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, this, this, will, this will not be, uh, since this is going to come out probably the weekend, but I'm doing Alex's... Alex Rodriguez's interview show on Instagram today at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. Now, Yankees fan, right? Of course. Dude, we got a, a big, big fan of the cast is uh, one of the one of the doopty dudes in the front office of the New York Yankees. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. His name is Tony. I don't know if he wants me to say his last name, but Tony, fan of the cast. Did I tell you this? I don't even know if I told you. No. He sent, he sent me, I have it in my office, a signed baseball from Derek Jeter and a plaque from a Derek Jeter plaque. Signed baseball. Thanks for all the laughs on the cast. He says, I can't wait till the virus lifts so I can bring you and your family to a game and, 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 and what? you'll be my guest to a game properly. <laughs> that might be an edit, but that's what he is. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you this. Anything you What's want up, me Tony? To... All right, go ahead. Anything you want me to ask A-Rod? <sighs> no, be well, nah, because yeah, well, I don't know if he'd answer you, but be like, was your relationship as strained as the media made it out to be with Derek Jeter when you played together? Why were they not getting along? They were best friends coming up together, right? Yeah. And then, and then A Rod played for the Seattle, and Derek came to the Yankees. And listen, Gene is my favorite player of all time, but A Rod was better. He's just better. Uh, but um, 
uh, then like at one point, A-Rod said years ago, well, if I was, but Derek Jeter got all the accolades because he was also awesome and he played great in the clutch and we won the World Series a bunch of times. So then uh, A-Rod said, oh, if I played for the Yankees, uh, I'd be a bigger, something about being a bigger star, like the Yankees made him the star that he is. Not, so they put tension on them and then they stopped being very friendly. And then years later, A-Rod got traded to the Yankees and now, forget it, Jeter was a Greek Greek god, baby. So now, if A-Rod wanted to come to the Yankees, he couldn't even play shortstop. They had, he had to concede and play third if he wanted to play with us. Mm. And then they said that there was a lot of tension through the years with those two. They only won one World Series together. They should have won more. But A-Rod was also dealing with all the pressure of getting busted with the roids and stuff. So I can't imagine, you know, he was, he was all that much fun to be around during that time because he must have been stressed out. Yeah, this this sounds like a soap opera. I was gonna say, uh, ask me a question, like, 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 hey, you know, Game Seven when you were up at the plate, or yeah, well, ask, uh, ask him this. Ask him what, that time you took your shirt off in Central Park and laid and took a tan on a rock, and then the next day you were on the front page of the Post. Were you as embarrassed as I was looking at that photo? <laughs> <laughs> ask him that. The biggest baseball star in the world, and he goes and lays in the park with no shirt on. I wouldn't even do that, and I'm a nobody. <laughs> oh god! Before a game, bro, he did it before a game. Like, and then he didn't do good in the game, and then like maybe he was tired from laying out on a rock with no shirt on before the game in Central Park. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want my questions. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if the, if there was an Italian guy, Italian baseball player doing that, that'd be totally, totally acceptable. Italian guy getting a tan before a game, you go like, oh yeah, of course. It's like it's it's in the regimen. <laughs> Come on, it said if there was a guy playing for the professional soccer team, Italian, not even baseball, the top soccer, and he was laying out in Central Park before a game with no shirt on. Come on, man. Yeah, you're right. It is cool. It's, it's cool. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> No, just uh, uh, he's one of the greatest ever, even with or without the roids, man. That guy was awesome baseball player. Incredible. So that would yeah, be so, fun. So tune in. Uh, you'll probably be living on his Instagram uh, all weekend long. Uh, so check out the interview if you want to check that out. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. He sent me um, a case of this Presidente beer. I think it's beer from the Dominican Republic. So we're going to crack open a couple brewskis. On the uh, on the show and uh, and I wanted to ask you maybe we should do one of these Instagram lives. Yeah, I'd be happy to do one of those. I'd be happy to drink even on a cast or something. But the problem I was thinking about that I'd love to do one where we drink. But either you'd have to start earlier, I have to start late because we got that three hour difference. Yeah, I, I think we should do drinks with the uh, Pete and Sebastian show. Uh, one of these casts, like everybody. Uh, if you're gonna listen to the the drink episode, you gotta have a cocktail, and you gotta share the cocktail or the beverage that you're that you're uh, that you have with us on social media. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's I, I, do the, that. Let's do the cast. Okay, and then we'll put that one out. But then we'll stress that that has to be a social media tag your uh, drink of choice. As well as the Pete and Sebastian show, and uh, we'll we'll reshare it. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're gonna we're gonna all have a beer or drink of any choice on the next cast. 
Yeah, well, you're you're gonna have whatever you want to drink on the cast. I'm gonna have whatever I'm want to drink. But then when it comes out, when the listener listens to it, they got to show us via social media what they're drinking while they're listening to the drink cast. Nice, I dig that. Let's do that. That sounds great. Yeah, fuck it. Let's all have a drink. And I, I, I have a legitimate A-Rod question, even even if it'd be a good way to plug the cast, if you say the guy do the cast would want me to ask you this. A-Rod being, you know, worldwide fame, and of course, J-Lo as well, we were wondering, um, someone like you, all right, when you get to that level, could you, I don't even know if you're Catholic or not, but if you wanted to, do you think within a day or two, you could have somebody get you on the phone with the Pope. Okay, so I'm going to ask him Yeah, if him and his wife, or soon-to-be wife, J-Lo, put their powers together. Yes. Or how about, or how about this question? Who do, you, who, who do you think could get the Pope on the phone first, you or J-Lo? <laughs> That's it. That, ask that, bro. Ask that. Uh, I would love to know. Because, man, you know, it's like when he wanted to get a hold of you. You're uber famous now. It took him what? He shot out one thing and you turn at the line and go, look, A-Rod and J-Lo just reached out. (laughs) Right? Yeah. You think think the Pope is doing the same thing? He's sitting there at the Vatican going... What does he do? (laughs) Take an altar boy and go, can you believe this? A-Rod just called me. (laughs) Do I call back? How do I play this? Should I wait and let it sit for a little while? I don't want to seem too needy. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you think the Pope in his gown or whatever the hell that thing he wears, do you think he carries a cell phone in there? Like, uh, do you think he's given mass and in his pockets an iPhone and there's text messaging going on? Do you, do you think this guy's got an iPhone on him at all, at all times? No, but I think he's got an Italian guy in a $2,000 suit 10 feet behind him at all times with his cell phone. Oh, okay. So he's got a guy just to carry the phone? But I don't. Do you think the Pope even ever puts a cell phone to his own ear? What do you think? <laughs> I, I feel like they just hold it in front of him on speaker. I don't think he ever even touches a cell phone. Do you? Like, do you think he's ever like he goes on Google like at night and just looks shit up? <laughs> right? Oh, oh that, fuck! That is taking the bloom off the rose, as they say. It's like the time I met Billy Joel before his concert at the Garden. And me and Kevin James went to say hi, and he's like, oh, one sec, fellas. And he was writing an email on his computer 15, 15 minutes before he's fucking going to be playing Angry Young Man on piano. You, you're sending an email? Oh, God. He's supposed to be doing cocaine, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, have fun with A-Rod. I'm dying to hear that. That's awesome. Uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll fill you in on what happens on uh, on Sunday. But uh, once again, uh, thanks uh, thanks for listening. Had a blast. It's really it's really uh, lifts my spirits coming on this show and uh, and and shooting the shit with Pete. So uh, Same, uh, we will uh, we'll get back to you guys on Sunday or Monday, whenever it's going to be with uh, with pressure washer photos and cocktails. Get ready. Pick your drink. Pick your drink. Take care. Yeah.
the show has ended. Give them the tits!